You're listening to the Write Project Podcast and Radio Program. This is a show about writing and modern Newfoundland author culture. This show is produced and recorded at CHMR 93.5 FM in Newfoundland and can be heard on that station and online at chmr.ca. I am your host, Matthew LeDrew, founder of Engine Books and author of the Xander Drew series, a supernatural detective thriller from Engine Books. If you'd like to subscribe to get bonus content, including an extra episode every month, you can do that in the description below. Thank you for joining us. Let's see what we have today. Welcome to a very special episode of the Write Project Podcast. Today, we've got a host of authors on to answer one of the most frequent questions that's asked of any author. We're asking them, If you were trapped on a desert island forever, what three books would you wish you had with you? And today to answer, we have on J.M. DeMatteis, uh, one of the most storied authors at Marvel Comics and DC Comics. He has written for one of the greatest uh, runs of the Justice League ever, the Justice League International League or the Justice League Friends League, whatever you want to call it, uh, and also is a long-storied author for Spider-Man and many other titles, wrote possibly the greatest Spider-Man graphic novel of all time, Craven's Last Hunt. Crazy, crazy to have him on with us. Thank you for joining us, J.M. DeMatteis. A pleasure to be here. J.M. DeMatteis, uh, if you were on a desert island, what three books would you want with you to keep you company? Wow, that's a hell of a question. Yeah. I would take... I have a really massive collection of, of Ray Bradbury short stories. I think it's his 50 greatest stories in this big hardcover. So I definitely would take that. I would take maybe hmm, David Copperfield. Yep. So we can't, we can't have three fiction, three nonfiction. That's just be three books and that's it, huh? Three books. <sighs> okay. The third book, we'd have to go uh, more philosophically, and I would, I'm would i not sure which book it would be exactly, but it would be a book either written by or about uh, a spiritual master named Meher Baba, who was very important to my life. So I'd have two great, all this great fiction to read and my little spiritual juice to drink as well. I am not familiar with that, and now I'm going to have to be, because I'm type, typers, when I hear something new, I've got to go read it and read about it. How do you spell that? M-E-H-E-R. Yep. It's the first, and then B-A-B-A, Meher Baba. Ah, excellent. When I go back and edit this, I will uh, I will write that down. Last time. Okay. You. Okay. Thank you very much. Next we have Shelley Kawaja of Breakwater Books uh, and her new book, The Raw Light of Morning. Uh, Shelley Kawaja, if you were going to be trapped on a desert island for the rest of time, what three books would you want with you to comfort and keep you company? Oh, that's an easy one. Um... Sweetland by Michael Crummy, because, uh, I mean, Moses Sweetland spends the whole book trapped on an island um, by himself. <clears throat> so I would um, take comfort, I think, in reading about that. Well, to some extent. And um, The Secret History by Donna Tartt, because it's one of my favorite books. Um, and it takes place all in university. And it's all about, um, well, it's very dramatic and tense and it's about a murder on a I guess you'd call it dark at academia I'm not sure but anyway that would be another one and the third well that's trickier I think a third would probably be um, 
probably something by Lisa Moore. I'm not sure what, maybe her most recent book that I just finished. And it's hard to think of another one because um, this is how we love is on my mind because I just finished it and it was so good. Gotcha. Lovely. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. Next on the line, we have Amanda Dorothy Jean Bowman, better known as Andy Bowman, who is a chef, writer, stand-up comic, and librarian, uh, the author behind Salt Beef Buckets, a love story. Uh, Andy Bowman, if you were trapped on a desert island forever, what three books would you wish you had with you? Um, I would have um, Jim Henson's biography. Um, it's my favorite biography. Um, I would probably have, um, The Old Ways by Robert McFarland. It's, um, it's a book about the history of path making and how humans make path and paths and sort of like the psychology behind mountaineering. I find it to be a really, uh, cool book. And, um, I just read a book called Seaweed and Enchanting, um, miscellany and it's all about edible seaweeds and i feel like that would be very helpful on a desert yes yes absolutely absolutely that's a practical level to that to that last choice where it's like yes um yeah yeah we are all kind of trapped on an island already no um um the jim henson biography is interesting i i have a great love for uh for henson um me too like i feel like he was like the height of creative genius like yeah i feel like it's like jim henson david bowie like some people just achieve this kind of level of creative yeah, yeah. It's, he just built whole worlds which i think is so a cautionary tale like someone who just go go goes and's like oh i'm feeling sick but i'll be fine and then it's like no no get that checked out do, do some self-care yeah. yeah absolutely yeah yeah but like um every year my wife and i um for our entire relationship watches uh one of my favorite movies at christmas which is the muppet christmas carol and the best yeah and when it starts with that sad music and says like in memory of jim henson i ball like a baby every time yeah i know and also like um i like one thing i think about a lot now i'm asking you the weird question but um what's your like muppet star chat chart you know what i mean like i have like a son in miss piggy i think I feel like I have a moon in Gonzo, but I feel like my main vibe is Scooter. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, what are your three? Ooh. I don't know the star charts, the sun and moon. So what you are during the day, what you are during the night, or? No, um, the sun, the like sort of um, rising sign. Mm. I, I have a friend who's very into astrology. I'm personally not, but I have picked it up through conversations. <laughs> um, your rising sign is sort of like um, the image you present to the outer world okay um the moon sign is sort of like uh who you are in the dark by yourself and then okay. your main sort of um everyday thing so um okay. miss piggy gonzo and scooter okay okay i my son would be miss piggy uh yeah. like just the confidence and the like yeah i'm gonna come out here and do this and look yeah. at me i'm the show uh, my moon would be Kermit, who's just panicking that things aren't working and trying to get everything working on time, trying to make the show run, all that kind of stuff, but like I secretly losing his mind. 
and my actual inside would be one of the old men that are grossing at everything <laughs> from the from the thing. Sure, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wal- Waldorf, Waldorf. I would just yeah. be there, like just just grumpily complaining at everything. Really, in my absolutely, soul. I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not one of the fun ones. No. <laughs> no. Same. My like main thing is Scooter, and Scooter was like just the stage manager kind of like you know and that's that's not really a cool one <laughs> yeah no but at the same time scooter's awesome but at the same time like like there's like i, I do the fonzie dad joke on the go where or fozzy dad joke where i'm like hey yeah. hey like when i'm entertaining kids or something like that there you go. yeah yeah i got a bit of fozzy there too for sure <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think everyone has a little bit of that fozzy like let's tell a stupid joke for sure <laughs> Um, great answer. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much. Next on the line, we have the amazing and spectacular Charlene Carr. Thank you for joining us on the air, Charlene. Thank you. Charlene Carr, um, if you were going to be trapped on a desert island for the rest of your life or just in isolation for the rest of your life, what three books would you want with you? Also, quick note, Wright Project fans, while I have you, my latest book, As Loved Our Fathers, is on store shelves now. If you're listening to this online, you can see a link to it down in the description. I would really appreciate it if you can check it out. It's a hunt for the Holy Grail set in Newfoundland and really examines Newfoundland history. It's my most personal novel to date and brings in a lot of my thoughts on Newfoundland and Newfoundland culture that we've touched on on this show, but I've never really gotten into in my writing. So I'm really interested to see what people think of it. Please give it a check out if you have the ability. Oh my goodness, that is difficult. Um, <laughs> okay, I will say, um, and this is kind of a cheat, but if there's a complete collection, let's say this massive book of the Tales of Narnia. <laughs> okay, yep, there is Chronicles of Narnia. Um, I think I'd take that. I haven't read it in probably 20 years, but it still stands in my mind as this beautiful, enchanting, just wonder of a series of, of stories. And I think it's the type that I could go back to time and time again. Um, now, this next one seems a little silly because if I'm trapped on a desert island and I can never get away. What does it matter? Maybe, but I think big little lies by Leon Moriarty might be my next one. And that would be to just totally study the craft. Um, I, I absolutely was taken in by that book. I think I've read it three times now and I've watched the series and each time I read it, there's just something more to take about how she structured that book, how she created the characters. Um, it was just so well done. And she's definitely um, someone I'd not emulate isn't the right word, but someone I really admire as an author and a contemporary author. Um, the third, and again, it's one I haven't read in a long time, but it really just stands out in my mind is the portrait of an artist as a young man. Uh, 
I, wow, I can't even remember who that's by at the moment. But it's just one, the the concept uh, put forth in that book. Are you familiar with it? I think so. I've heard of it. If I'm ready, yeah, it, yeah. It's a classic. It's probably was written somewhere in the 1800s, I would guess. James, is it Joyce? I know. I'm not sure. Anyways. Um, James Joyce, yeah. Oh, it is Joyce. Okay. Uh, just the concept that it talks about of all of the negative things we do, the um, awful things we do being reflected upon who we are and how the world sees us. And in this uh, novel, instead, it's reflect- reflected in this painting that the character keeps in the attic while he is able to re- maintain his youth and his innocent look and honesty. And yeah, it's just, it really struck me the first time I read it. And every time I think of the book, it it just moves me in an interesting way. And I think it would be one that I would love if I had to dig into a book over and over again, because that's all I had to read. I think it would be a good one to explore and examine. I like it. Okay. Okay. Those are amazing answers. That's wonderful. <laughs> that's wonderful. Uh, mine are very practical. I'm very like, I would like this big, thick book because I need to burn it for firewood to live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Next we have... Lucy McLaren, all the way from Essex. Uh, she has a new book out called Awakening, The Commune's Curse, book one. Uh, Lucy McLaren, what if you were going to be trapped on a desert island for the rest of time, what three books would you want with you? Oh, boy. Uh, okay. Um, this may be cheating slightly, but I have a... Uh, copy of His Dark Materials by Philip Pullman, which is three books, but it's one volume. So <laughs> that's, that is my favourite series. I've read it multiple times. Uh, I, yeah, I could read it forever and still get something new from it every time. So that would be one. Um, is it weird to say like a blank notebook? Because that would, that would be really great. Like either to write stuff or to sketch things because I'm not a great artist but I do enjoy it you know doodling every now and then you have lots of time to get better at sketching you've got loads of time yeah um and number three I'm gonna say um the hobbit because that's one I read um when I was like 11 um loved it and I haven't read it since. And that's like a good 20 plus years. <laughs> um, I don't know why I've never picked it back up, but I, you know, I've got a copy of it. Um, hopefully one day I'll be able to read it to my son. But yeah, I think having that time on a desert island would, I mean, there's no excuse not to read it then. Yeah. A, a, a few <laughs> people have done that like, oh, okay, I've got an omnibus edition with three books and that's fine. You know what I mean? But I'm waiting for someone to be like, what if I printed a book? That was like every book ever written. <laughs> I'm proud of yeah. that. Like, volumes That's one, two, yeah. and three. Yeah. Wishing for more wishes thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my. Um, yeah, wonderful. Thank you very much. Next on the line, we have Dr. Hassan Khalili, 
uh, who's been on the front, a frontline community psychologist for over 40 years. In his career, he has been the director at the Waterford Mental Hospital and an assistant professor at the Memorial University Department of Psychiatry Medical School. He has operated a private practice psychology clinic in St. John's with his associates for over 30 years. In addition, he has also served on the board of directors for various community living organizations, as well as the Newfoundland and Labrador College of Dietitians, uh, and is the former president of the Newfoundland Psychology Association. He is a lifetime member of the Newfoundland and Labrador Psychology Board, American Psychological Association, and Canadian Psychological Association. When he is not in the clinic, he enjoys spending time with his family, checking items off his bucket list, and gardening. He recently released A Life Spent Listening, his first book from Breakwater Books. Uh, Dr. Hassan Khalili, if you were going to be trapped on a desert island for the rest of your life, what three books would you want with you? Uh, uh, definitely a Newfoundland book. Okay. What well, doesn't matter which one, as long as it's described Newfoundland culture, whatever. Gotcha. The book of Kings from my back homeland. Okay. That's the, that's the, uh, the talk about my ancestors and, 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 and you know, and I'd probably t- pick up one of the uh, small ch- children book, the one I learned, pat a cake, pat a cake, you know. Yeah. Uh, because I, that's what, how I learn English. Okay. The three books I would choose. The particular title, the one I said, uh, you know, Newfoundland has so many books that I can, I can pick it up, but I, ha- I have read a lot. But, the, but, but Persian book, book I probably book up, book up the king. Okay, Book of the King. Gotcha. All right. I like it. I feel like you wouldn't be unhappy on a desert island. I feel like you would just go for a walk. Remember, remember I created a, I created a, I created an internal, internal cream puff word, right? Yep. I can, I can leave it as, as places as I want. Thank you very much. Next, we have one of the most impressive poets living and working in St. John's right now. We have Sam Joy. Sam Joy, what are three books or movies? Actually, just books. Yeah, sorry for this. What are three books that you would want with you on a desert island if you had to live there for the rest of your life? Book number one, How to Build a Boat for Dummies. Okay. All right. Book number two. Book number two. So you're being very that that's a very Matt LeDrew answer, and that's scary because I when I was asked that question once, that was it. I said something like that, and then I said um the stand by Stephen King because it's a lot of pages and I'll need firewood. You know what I mean? Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then something else annoyingly practical like that, things that will actually help me survive, not things that entertain me. Book number two. Oh, see, so I'm sorry, Matt. This is a terrible question for me. No, it's not. I <laughs> I don't read. All right. I have a collection of books that I just don't read. All right. All right. All right. That's uh, my only answer because that's the only book I would need. How to build a boat for dummies. How to build a fire for dummies. How to uh, <laughs> forage for food for dummies. Yeah. 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 
All right. All right. <laughs> Terrible. Thank you very much. And yeah, let's continue this kind of best of trend we have going on here with one of the best playwrights living and working in town today with Andrea Dunn. Andrea Dunn, uh, if you were trapped on a desert island and presumably like a uh, that a, a television could work there, like which is a bit of a stretch, but what uh, three movies or TV show seasons or books would you want with you? Um, okay. Well, either of those three things. Yeah. Or one of each, if you want to, however, however you want to do it. Um, I think for TV, it might be the Gilmore girls, even though that's not one of the things I just mentioned being an influence on me, but it's just, it's very comforting and very rewatchable. Um, you know, it's not a, a mystery where, you know, the ending, it's just people live in their lives. Uh, I think I would take that uh, to my desert island. Um, for a book, huh? Can I bring all of Anne McCaffrey and sure. uh, just regress yeah. into my twelve-year-old self? Yeah, we'll we'll just put it all in one. We'll put a big hardcover thing around it, like they used to do, and call it one book. Sure. Perfect. Love Bash. Um, and I don't, I think I, if I could opt for another TV season instead of a film, I sure. would do that. Um, and perhaps it would be Buffy. Just What's the best season of Buffy? Hmm. I really like season two, even though I think they found their groove probably a little later than that, but there's just so much drama in season two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a big like season five and seven person. I'm big that it's like oh it's all coming together moments kind of thing. They they did some really clever like uh, how are we gonna tie this all up in both parts of those. So yeah, true. It's really yeah. really impressive. It's really great one off episodes in season five. Yeah 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 big time big time. Uh, I'm also because of the age I was when I watched it. I I'm a just a big fan of Spike like that that like. I'm bad, but I'm tortured. And that, 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 uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, I went to Spike once for Halloween. It was bad. It was like, <laughs> did you, you did not want to, oh yeah, yeah. And it stayed that way <laughs> for quite a while. And I shaved a chunk into my eyebrow and that stayed that way for quite a while. And yeah, no, the pictures are bad. Yeah. Horrible, horrible stuff. Uh, did you know, <laughs> weird tangent, did you know they continued the series as comic books? Um, I think I heard that. And I don't think I ever read them. <laughs> I kept trying to, and I because they got all the same writers from the TV show back, and oh, I was wow. like, I was like, oh, okay, kind of thing. Um, I cannot get into it because I learned that part of what I like about Buffy is the acting and the music and the like everything. And the second you put just the writers in it, it's not the same. But yeah, mm -hmm. they they continued it on and did up to season I think fifteen and as comic books, and then ended it before it got so there's a different ending now where like xander and don get together and have a baby named like joyce and i'm like what please stop <laughs> please please no please no yeah sometimes they just have to make things more complicated if they keep going i yes, think yes. thank you very much
Next we have... We are on with Trudy J. Morgan Cole, the author of a smorgasbord of, of books, including Most Anything You Please, uh, the Cupid's Trilogy, which currently is A Roll of the Bones, and uh, Such Miracles and Mischiefs, with the third book coming soon, uh, and multiple other books that I'm going to have to ask her about, because I'm looking through the list <laughs> of being like, is this you? Am I crazy? Okay, long What's... list of books, though. I did They're not all on my realize. website. <laughs> they are. I'm looking here. It's like, wow, okay, this is crazy. Cool, cool. Um, so anyway, thank you for joining us on the Right Project Podcast, Trudy. Trudy Morgan Cole, if you were trapped on a desert island and you could bring three books with you, what three would you bring? I would bring Gaudy Night by Dorothy L. Sayers, which is my favorite book in the entire world, and there is no upper number of times that I could reread it. Okay. Um, I would... Bring Emily Wilson's translation of the Odyssey, uh, Homer's Odyssey, because I am I've never read the Odyssey, and people told me that Emily Wilson's new translation is really great, and it is, and I'm just starting it, and I feel like you should take something big and epic that you know is kind of a cornerstone of literature. You can spend a lot of time digging into it, um, and. Wow, what would the third book be? I mean, on the same basis, I could say the Bible because it is big and epic and there's a lot to dip into there. But I also have read that. Unlike the Odyssey, I've read that a lot. And I know it pretty well. So I'm, you know what? I would take a, a work of historical fiction. I would take The Sun in Splendor by Sharon K. Penman, which is the first historical fiction book I ever read and really, really loved. Uh, it is about Richard III and it is just a huge, sprawling, epic historical novel. So. That's that's like my it. that's my set. Okay, I like it. I like it. You had that immediately, like you had that ready to go. Yeah, well, I had to I had to, to scrounge around a little bit to think what I'd want for my no, third one. Gaudi Night really. is the one that's that's uh, that's not negotiable. That's that's my favorite book in the world, and I would not go anywhere without access to it. Okay, all right. Okay, that's so. Th thank you so much, Trudy. Now let's look. Let's finish this off with one of my favorite authors of the last ten years. Let's check in on Karen Yeagy. Karen Yeagy, what are three books that you would take with you on a desert island? So oh if you were going to be trapped on a one desert island, yeah, for the rest <laughs> of time, what three books do you need with you? Ah, uh, well, you can only take one of the Harry Potters. <laughs> I no, you could you could take an omnibus. That you could take then definitely, yeah. definitely the you Harry Potters. Stitch, stitch all seven Harry Potters together, and then okay, that's, okay, that's good, one book. Good. That's one. You, you got to give me that kind of flexibility there. Um, yeah. Another one. This I haven't heard of this, but it's called Summer of Night um, by. Wow, gosh! Oh my gosh! I just forgot his name. It's been, right. I think it's Robert Simmons. Um, it's been years since I read it, but it is one of the best horror stories I have read. Really like enjoyed it. Stories. I'm a big horror story person. Nice. Um, uh, and I don't know for the third book. I almost want to take a picture book because it's kind of nice to have just something very simple to, to stare at when you're um, tired. I don't know. We might skip this one, but no, I no, always no. have trouble with these. No, not at all. This is fine. That's all I can think of. All right. You got two. All right. All right. You're <laughs> on. You're on. Oh, kind of covered. Oh, uh, uh, you know, this is going to be very egotistical, but maybe so. Because all probably right. I would just spend the time 
scribbling in the margins as to, ah, nope, I don't like that line. <laughs> no, I should never have written it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you could never get the edits out there. Like, imagine how exactly. frustrating it would be, oh. like, finding typos and then being like, no. Yeah. And I'd have to go all that trouble of pounding coconut husks into flat pieces of paper so I could write the new version on there and nobody yep. would be able to see it. <laughs> we'd, we'd find it long after you were gone and that'd be <laughs> weird. It'd be weird. Um. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Right Project Podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're interested in any of the books that we've featured here today, there are links in the description for you to purchase those books on Amazon. And when you use those links, Amazon kicks a tiny portion of it back to the channel, which is lovely. It helps everybody. It helps the author with the sale, helps the channel, and it helps you find new wonderful books. Either way, thank you so much for listening. It's really appreciated. We'll be here every Monday at 4 p.m. on CHMR and chmr.ca, as well as every Wednesday in 2023 at 2 p.m. with a special episode highlighting Breakwater Books and their 50 years of success in Newfoundland publishing. Be sure to check both out. Please tune in and we'll talk more about writing culture and writing culture in Newfoundland.